Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Zandra Pollard. It's Where I Am. It's Where I Am is a show that talks about mental health and wellness and to let you know that you're not the only one. We all have issues, trials, tribulations, and we just want you to know that there's no such thing as normalcy. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down, but it's okay. And also to let you know that there are mental health professionals out there that can help you if you need to talk to someone, whether it's for marriage, if it's individual, uh, if it's for the family. There are professionals who are trained to be of assistance for you. I know that I need them all. I need individual therapy. I need family therapy. And I definitely, definitely need marriage therapy. Um, And so usually on It's Where I Am, I'm not the only one. Usually there are a few mental health professionals in the field who are here to help and advise people. So if you would like to receive any help from any of my guests that are on the show, please feel free to contact me at Zandra at itswhereiam.com or you can go to my YouTube channel. It's Where I Am with Zandra Pollard. We'd like your continued support and let you. we want you to know that we are here for the community to provide support and resources for you. And so today, my guest will be Monique McCoy. Um, she'll be calling in in a little bit. And uh, I'm going to have some questions for her. I want to ask her about what's going on with homeschooling. You know, I gave it a shot a few months ago towards the end of the semester, and it was definitely, definitely, definitely challenging. Um, I had to relearn a few math skills uh, to be able to assist my son. And thank God I already knew my multiplication. I knew my algebra. But I'm telling you, when I got to the geometry, I was dumbfounded. Um, And so I had to go online and refresh my memory. But I had some schooling. You know, I had some background where I was able to be of assistance. And everyone doesn't have that. And if you do have it, not everyone has the patience to deal with their loved ones when they're struggling in a subject at home. And so now that we're going into this new semester in the fall, and the kids will be homeschooled, how do we handle it? You know, how long do we give instruction? How long should they have a break? I want to ask Monique these questions because I want to be able to assist and help my kids as best as I can. I know some people have some resources for tutoring. Um, I know some people have uh, programs that their children will be a part of. Everyone is not going to be at home. I'm going to be at home. But not everybody's going to be at home. Some of our situations are that both the parents are working or if it's a single parent home, that one parent has to go to work. And then who's instructing the kids? They're left to do it on their own. And are they really going to do it? I know with me, as soon as I turn around, mine is going to switch that tab over to something else and play a game that I don't want him to play. I want him to stay on his studies. But I know. He needs that little break. He needs that 10 or 15 minutes. I got to make sure I make his lunch. 
I got to make sure he takes a shower in the morning, brushes his teeth, and is prepared for his learning experience. And that can be a lot. You know, even when they were in school, it took a lot just to get them up, out, fed, you know, to do all of these things to prepare them to get out in the morning. So now that we'll be preparing them to sit in the living room or in that study area, how do we keep them motivated? You know, it's going to be how many, how long is the fall? Let's see, we got August, September, October, November, December, five months. We have to do this. And so how is that going to work? And where's our support for that? Is there a uh, peer support group for parents? You know, what's out there, Las Vegas? You know, if you know of a peer support group, please, I encourage you to contact me and let me know so that I can share that with the community. We need those resources. We also need resources for tutors. There are certain subjects that I'm not so great in. There are subjects that I get more frustrated with than others. And so sometimes you need that extra added help. So let's move on. And uh, we're going to contact Miss uh, Monique McCoy and she can give us some pointers. Let's find out what she knows and how she can be of help. So Monique, thank you for joining. It's where I am. Can you please tell us, what is your licensure? What do you do for a living? Uh, well, my name is Monique McCoy. I am a licensed social worker in the state of Nevada. I currently work as a social worker for the school district, and I am also a PhD student in social work. Awesome. Well, the main reason why I wanted you on my very first show, thank you again for being here, is because of your licensure, what you do and where you work. So I was talking earlier about going back to school. We're all going back to school, not just the kids. The parents are going back to school, too. We're relearning things so that we can teach the kids, right? Absolutely. So I just wanted to make sure I was also mentioning, you know, if there's any type of uh, parent support group for, you know, with the situation that we're in now with doing online. And uh, because I know it's going to be stressful. Right. And it's not only going to be stressful for the kids, it's going to be stressful for the parents. The kids are no longer socializing with their friends anymore. And the parents are definitely stressed trying to relearn to help the kids. So. In being at home online, helping the kids, what should we do as parents? How long do you think that we should have them on a subject? Like, should we make them stay on it two hours? Should there be like a 15 minute break every half an hour? What does that look like? Do you have any idea? Well, I would start by saying um, to our parents that you can't pour from an empty cup. And so the very first thing as parents that we should be doing is making sure that we are okay. Um, the quarantine has hit everybody hard. Parents, kids, loved ones. You know, a lot of people are unemployed. A lot of people are struggling to figure out how to stay afloat. And mm -hmm. we can't ignore the fact that that is stressful. And that sometimes when we are stressed, we, we tend to take it out on our loved ones, even if unintentionally. Yes. Um, so I would start by saying parents need to, you know, maybe before each day, take some self-reflection, some meditation time. 
take some time to just kind of regulate yourself because if we as parents are not regulated, we're not going to be able to regulate our kids. Absolutely. Now, another question that comes to mind is, what if you're in a small apartment with five people and you have to homeschool too? I don't know who I'm talking about here, but let's just say there's five people in the small apartment. You have two kids that, that you have to homeschool. One may be in high school. One may be in middle school. How do you work that? How do you, how, how am I? Okay, it's me. How am I going to help this high schooler and this middle schooler at the same time? I mean, I have to have a schedule, right? I think schedules are very, very good for kids. And, and we found this. Research has shown that people do very well on routines, kids especially, yeah. right? So I think that you should create some type of schedule to use as a guide. The schedule does not have to be definite. Right. It's not like if you deviate from the schedule, all hope is lost. But I think it's good to have a schedule as a guide. And I think if you do have kids that are different ages and different grade levels, you structure your schedule to where, you know, let's say if I have a high schooler who's really good in English. Right. Mm -hmm. So I might start off his or her day with English. Right. And let's say my middle schooler struggles in science. Right. And is going to need a little bit more of my input for that section, I would schedule their science to be first so that my high schooler, they're already good. They know what they're doing in English because that's their strongest subject. Okay. And so they can kind of run themselves at that point. And if they need me, they can still access me, but I don't have to be as hands-on. And if my middle schooler is struggling because that's their weakest subject, then I can dedicate more time and attention to that while still being accessible for my other children. Oh, that sounds great. So I'm going to try that out. And see, that's something I'm saying that we could use like with the parent peer support, right? Because I know a Absolutely. lot of times when I get phone calls, I'm just going to be honest. When CCSD or my kid's school calls me during this summer break, I don't answer the phone because I don't <laughs> want to hear it right. I'm not ready to hear it right now. I'm going to be ready in about a week or two. I'll listen yeah. to them. But for now... I'm still trying to maintain my peace and order in the home before I tackle that, you know, and that's just me. But I mean, these are really unprecedented times, right? None of us were prepared for this. None of us really know how to navigate this properly. There's no right or wrong way to do it at this point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we already saw in the spring when we were forced to go to distance learning, it it is a learning curve, right? Right. And there are a lot of things that we're going to have to realign and readjust. And, you know, I think that you do the best that you can with what you got. You know, nobody expects all these parents all of a sudden be teachers. Um, And we still have our teaching staff to support us and guide us and give us direction on how to make this the best possible situation for our kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, again, the reason why I named the show It's Where I Am is because it's about meeting the person where they are, right? And that's so very important. And also to let people know that you are not alone. This show is not about, although I do want to be as positive as possible, I don't want to pretend like I'm being positive when I don't feel positive. Because I know someone else feels the way that I do. And I have to be that voice for those people who potentially feel the way that I do. I'm not happy about doing this online distance learning. 
but I'm going to do it. But I'm not going to pretend that I'm just gung-ho and happy and I can't wait for it to get started because that's not the case. I'm going to do as I have to do as a parent and I will definitely be there in support of the kids. I just want to do it the best way that I can. And that doesn't, and it means I don't have a problem with reaching out and asking or letting people know how I feel so that I can be possibly encouraged to do better, right? And I think that's really important. I, I think that more parents should reach out to each other, create kind of, you know, a safety network because we're all in this together, you know, whether or not, you know, you're familiar with the education system or not, you know, this is still something new. And this is still something that we're trying to figure out how it's going to work. I mean, school starts yeah. in a couple of weeks and we still don't have all the answers. And I still and haven't so checked my voice messages, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't want parents to get caught up thinking that they have to be perfect or have to have a teaching degree overnight. No, this is not that. This is, you know, getting whatever foundation that you can from your teachers and from your school staff and doing the best you can, you know, encouraging your kids to get their work done, allowing them to take breaks when needed, communicating with them about how they feel or the adjustments. Because, yeah, these kids are going to miss their friends. They're going to miss being able to hang out all day and, you know, socialize. It's going to be hard for everybody. OK, and I can't say it enough to make sure you please, you can either do it through it's where I am dot com for more information or you can go to the YouTube channel. It's where I am with Zandra Pollard. Leave a comment. Make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with what's going on. Um, I'll have a few little commercials in there, some little, you know, how to do what to do, some um, added resources on there. So you want to make sure you keep up with what's going on. And I want to hear from you. I want to know what you'd like me to bring to the table. Um, there's plenty of people out there who can answer those heavy, deep questions you may have. Or you may want to give me some suggestion. I'd love to hear from you. And I just have to say, you know, I, and I don't mean to keep going back on this, but I do want to be a, a voice for the parents. That sometimes when I look on Facebook and I look at all these parents saying, oh, I just can't wait. Oh, I would never let my kids go back to school and I'm just going to be the best teacher. And thank God I have a teaching degree and blah, 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 blah. We might have to ask cousin, auntie, sister, brother to help out maybe one or two days a week. We may need a little break. So don't you think it may be a good idea to get those support systems ready? like? My friend, Crystalline, can you uh, help me out and take the kids to the park for like an hour between one and two? Oh, not right now. It's going to be hot as hell. But later on, <laughs> you know, like so that Absolutely. I can have a downtime. Maybe I could take a nap, you know, recharge, be ready. These are the kind of su suggestions and ideas I would like to see on the comments. Um. So please, uh, everyone, please just give me your comments and let everyone know, like, what do you think can work for what works for you and what do you think can work for someone else? Um, another important question I want to ask you, Monique, is what if you have someone in the home who has uh, mental health cha challenges or someone who may be diagnosed with uh, um, 
diagnosed with something and not even just with mental health, but maybe something's wrong physically. Like, who knows? But I, I just know that when one person is affected, it it affects the whole house. Yeah, absolutely. I, I And I think that kind of goes back to finding a routine and what works for your family. You know, I found that during the quarantine, a lot of our, our norms were taking away from us, right? So if, you know, you like to work out, you know, the gyms aren't necessarily the safest place right now, right? Or, or if you like to go shopping, you know, the shopping experiences are different now. Right. And so you have to go back to finding things that, that bring you joy. So right? but what about and the mother I who think- has, what about the mother who has a child with autism? Okay, I'll give a better example. A mother who has a child who has autism and there, there's another child in the home that's in the, let's say, sixth grade. That can be challenging because the one with the one that's diagnosed with autism is going to require a lot more time. And I understand what you were saying about the subjects and when, you know, dealing with the strengths and then focusing on the other one who needs more support at that time. But what if that child requires most of your time and attention? As a professional, what is your advice on how to work with that kind of paradigm? Well, I think you you can take that one of two ways. I mean, A, you can do like we said and, and have a support system in place to say, okay, hey, can you come over and spend some time with so-and-so while I take my other child to maybe go do something, okay. you know, go to the park or get ice cream or something, you know, you have that support system. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in the case that you don't, because all of us don't have, you know, exactly. necessarily people we can rely on, right. you know, it goes back to kind of structuring your day to allow for some time for each individual child. And for that child that requires high needs, I think it's always important to communicate with the other child about what's going on because children are a lot smarter and more observant than we give them credit for. Kids see everything and they understand a lot more than we give them credit for. So, you know, you take that other child to the side and you say, Hey, you know, this is kind of what's going on. You know, I know it's hard for you, mm-hmm. but, you know, your brother or sister is going to require a little bit more, you know, if you could just, you know, bear with me, you know, and then when we get some free time or I can get them regulated and settled down, then you and I can do some things together. And you make sure you, you keep that promise and you schedule that time to where you can give that attention to that other child as well. It's a balancing act. Right. It's not easy by any means. I mean, even if you have two you know, non-diagnosed kids, it's a challenge, Right. you know? So it, it's not, it's not to say that it's just a simple fix. It's going to take practice and it's going to take time. And, and sometimes your other kids may not understand and they may, may become dysregulated and you're going to have to dedicate a little bit more time to them. But the more you get the kids kind of on a routine and a schedule and have communication about what to expect, mm-hmm. the kids will adjust. And a lot of times when kids know what to expect, they can regulate better because there's no surprises. There's no uncertainty. I know what's happening next, so I don't have to worry. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then it has to constantly be um, told, right? Like, I know I can't tell my child to shut the door once because he's not going to shut the door one time. It's going to take 500 times for him to shut the door. Yeah. We have to keep reminding them, as I'm hearing, 
We need each child to understand that we're going to have to work with both of them and just kind of explain the situation repeatedly, right? Maybe a yeah. couple times a week. I know we can't keep saying it every day, but no, a few but times you know, a week, understand we that if, if we want our kids to be patient with us, we have to also be patient with them. Yes. You know, and they, you know, I, I love when people say that the kids are adults with just different emotion. I mean, they're little adults, really. You know, they have bigger emotions sometimes. And we have to, to look at it that way is that they feel just like we do, you know, and so we can't become impatient with them and say, oh, well, you should just sit down and be quiet because I told you to. No, they have emotions and feelings, too, that we need to recognize and we need to acknowledge. Right. We can't be an authoritarian. Is that correct? I'm not saying that, you know, everybody has a different parenting style and I don't think that. But it's probably not a good idea to say, sit down and shut up because I said so. <sighs> right? I just think that we need to also be listening to our kids. You yes. know, I, I tell my kids sometimes, yeah, like if my, says, my kid says why, because I said so, because I'm your mom, right? But, you know, you also have to have that balance where you're listening. And if they're saying that something's wrong or if they're feeling off or what have you, that you're listening and saying, okay. I'm acknowledging what you're saying, and then we can work on fixing or finding a solution. I so appreciate your comments. I thank you again for being my first guest on the show. I'm sorry it was not in studio, but I appreciate you calling in. Is there, no, thank you for having me. Thank you, Monique. Is there any um, social media um, handles you'd like to give out? Um, I would encourage everybody to... Um, get involved with the NAACP. Um, you can find their website, NAACPLV.org, um, which will give you information on our meetings and membership. Uh, my personal Instagram is at Monique Asha Nicole. Monique, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E, Asha, A-S-H-A, Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, Monique Asha Nicole. If you want to reach out, you can reach out to me there if you have questions, concerns, or you just want to connect. All righty. And I do want to say I am a proud member of the NAACP, and Monique and I want to both, want all encourage you to, to become members as well. So thank you for giving uh, the information for the NAACP. Please join today. If you have any questions, the information is on the website, and uh, you can become a member today. So thank you, Monique. Thank you. All righty. Have a good one. We'll, we'll speak soon. All right. Talk to you soon. All righty. Bye. So now I want to get into another subject. Um, I want to start talking about what can make us feel better. And I know for me, a lot of times that's food. Um, food is very healing. It's good for the soul. Um, sometimes cooking can be a nice stress reliever. So that's mental wellness, right? Sometimes I enjoy cooking, and sometimes I don't want to make dinner. Sometimes I'll order. Not going to lie. However, I do want to mention that uh, there's someone very special in my life that I know, and I just want to support her uh, website, and it's called Bueno Eats. And she just started. Um, but I will be talking about her on my show periodically because I think what she's doing is great. Um, it makes me feel good to cook. It makes me feel good to eat. And so I think I want to share that with my listeners. And I would like to ask you or I would like to 
uh, let you know that you can find Bueno Eats on YouTube.com and uh, look for Kaylee Bueno and look at some of those recipes she has. I know that she just posted a pesto pasta. I didn't know it was so cheap to make pesto. I usually buy it. It's like five bucks a jar. I can make it at home now and have plenty of it. It goes on everything. So anyway, I just want to plug Kaylee Bueno for Bueno Eats and let you all know that she is a chef. She'll be on my show next month and she'll talk about some of the recipes that she has. And uh, just wanted to give her support and give her a shout out. Bueno Eats. I just want to thank 91.5 for taking on my show. Um, and also, I want to give a big shout out to Kevin Crawl, the audio engineer here at 91.5. Thank you for making me feel comfortable and getting me through my first show. So just to let you know, this is a monthly program. Um, our next show will be in September. I'm every second Saturday of the month at 8.30 a.m. And again, just to let you know, you can find me at itswhereiam.com. All of my shows are posted there. You can click on all of them. Please listen. There's information for everyone. There's some comedy on there. I know I have a comedian, Faison Love, for those who know Faison or Big Worm. Uh, he was a guest on my show a few months back. And uh, he's on there. I have Chris Spencer on there, who is a uh, great big producer out in Hollywood uh, for Blackish and uh, some of the other spinoffs from there, Grownish and. So have you. He's been a movie producer for quite a few months, and uh, he was a great support for It's Where I Am uh, late last year. And uh, there's several shows on there I'd like for you to check out. Some will make you laugh. Some of them I'm sure you will be able to identify with. And hopefully there's some things on there that you can learn from. Also, just to let you know, so September we're going to have uh Kaylee Bueno on from Bueno Eats, and uh, she's a chef, and she'll be talking about some of her great, wonderful foods that she's making. And then in October, we will be talking about it is Cancer Awareness Month. We will be having that very heavy discussion, but it will be with a wonderful, lighthearted guest who I love, Nikita Dove, will be here in October. So please make sure you tune in for that. Alrighty, so that's the itinerary for the next few months. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say, um, and maybe we can add more to the discussion. So it's where I am with Zandra Pollard, and remember, you're not the only one struggling. We all are. So join me here next month, uh, second Saturday of the month at 8.30 a.m. It's where I am with Zandra Pollard. Thank you.